This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grosser Show. The thing that has to satisfy you more than anything is what fueled these victories, right? It was pitching, pitching, more pitching. You saved the best for last and Max Scherzer. The only way that the Mets are going to get to where I guess they and a lot of us thought that they would be at when it was all said and done, Scherzer and Verlander have to dominate. They are the core of this baseball team. These two guys who they're paying $43 million each, these guys have to pitch like Hall of Famers. This is the Dan Grosser Show. This afternoon, it's the last... Yeah! 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 Go Mets! On 98.7 ESPN. It's kind of scary when you get, like, drop me combined with live me, and it creates, like, a whole new mashup. But that's what happened in the first hour. That's that's why you always got to be listening to this show. You never know what you're going to hear. You don't know what you're going to hear. Yeah! See? You have no idea. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dan the show. It's hour number two. Even though it's not a full hour, we get a half an hour because then we're going to send things over to Denver. Game one, Nuggets, Heat, NBA Finals. Nuggets have been sitting around waiting long enough after sweeping away LeBron and the old man L.A. Lakers in Miami. Of course, a thrilling seven-game triumph in the Eastern Conference Finals over the Boston Celtics. You know, As far as the series is concerned, I I think the Nuggets win the series. I think they'll take it in six. I respect this Miami team. You got to respect the fight. You got to respect how this team is playoff tested. They may not be the most talented top to bottom, but damn, they'll fight you until they're completely counted out. As we saw in that Boston series, I mean, who gave them a chance going back up to Boston for that game seven? And not only did they get up off the mat, not only did they win, they won it convincingly in blowout fashion. So you can't put anything past this team. But Miami hasn't won in Denver since 2016. All right? And simple math would tell you that if the Heat are going to be NBA champions, they have to win a game in Denver because the Nuggets have the home court advantage. So will they? Remains to be seen. I have to think, and I'm I'm long been a proponent of this, Miami's best shot to win a game in Denver is tonight because when you have a team like the Nuggets that hasn't played in 10 days and even their head coach had spoken about this you know it's tough to simulate that game experience in practice especially not just like ordinary regular season games not even just playoff games it's the NBA finals a lot of these guys on the Denver Nuggets have never been in this situation the best players on the team have never been in the NBA finals before right these Miami guys have albeit it was in the bubble You know, some of them a couple of years ago. But still, seems like they've been through the pressure cooker a little bit more. So the fact that Denver has not had that intensity now for the better part of almost two weeks, Miami just got done playing a seven-game series with all the bells and whistles, you would think that they're more in form to go win an NBA Finals game. That's why tonight, I think, would represent the Heat's best chance of getting the game on the road in this series. You know, you've heard rumors here and rumblings that Tyler Hero could maybe rejoin the Heat lineup, whether it's in game two, whether it's in game three, but it looks like he's ready to make his return here. That will help them, certainly. But, you know, once we knew that this was the finals matchup earlier in the week, I said it then, and it bears repeating, because even though Jimmy Butler is the best player on this Miami Heat team, I actually think in this series, 
most important player for Miami is Bam Adebayo. Because he can ill afford to get into foul trouble against Nikola Jokic. Because otherwise, who's shutting him down? You're going to go to your bench, you're going to Cody Zeller? You think Kevin Love is going to be able to shut this guy down? I mean, Bam Adebayo might not be able to shut him down. That's how good this guy is. And you know what? He'll find other people to incorporate into the flow of the offense to help the Nuggets score points. Probably you're going to see Aaron Gordon be the guy, get the defensive assignment for the Nuggets against Jimmy Butler. You know, you saw Gordon and the job that he did against LeBron James in that first-round series, and then they would switch him off here and there. I think the Nuggets are the better team. I think they've got more options. And as I said, I respect Miami. I just think when it's all said and done, six games, Nuggets are going to be world champions' first title in the history of their franchise. Hope we get at least six games, right? We get something worth watching, worth talking about over the next couple of weeks. 800-919-3776, that is the telephone number. Let's go to the phones. Let's say hi to Tommy. He's in Connecticut. He's up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Tom, how we doing? Dan, always good to talk to you, bud. What's uh, up, Tom? Big big ups to uh, Harvey for bringing up uh, Immortal Technique, who I hadn't listened to in like five years, and their most haunting song, Dance with the Devil. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and have, we got, have, have we gotten any status updates from the uh, the morning show, guys? Because uh, Rick was on some special orange juice uh, pretty early. I don't I don't know Ooh. how they made out. Was he? Day. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Uh, I guess you're going to have to wait in here tomorrow morning at six o'clock. Yeah, I, I guess I'll have to see what, t- what condition they're in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, really, just wanted to talk about the finals that we got going on. I think it's awesome. We got an eight seed in each, you know, hockey and basketball. Just wanted to see. Uh, who you think has a better chance? I think it's Florida. I think with Kachuk and you know Barkov and how good Bobrovsky's been playing, I, I think the Panthers have a real good shot. Easy, hands down. Uh, if, if the right. question is which eight seed the Panthers or the Heat have a better chance to to win their respective finals, it's absolutely it, it's absolutely the Panthers because think about it in hockey. And you mentioned one of his, the, the names there, Bobrovsky. The yep. goalie in hockey can steal you a series. Could steal your games in the playoffs. You don't have that necessarily that 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 same type of comparison in basketball. You could have a guy I mean, go I mean, off. Jokic could take over a series, and I, I like you. I, you were talking about before with Adebayo matching up. I I don't think they have somebody who can because he's he's so different than a typical big where he's not just trying to go to the basket. He's a facilitator. For, you know, they run the offense through him, but uh, I I just don't think that he'd have the, the firepower. But you know what, but Tommy, the difference is, though, Jokic, it's not him taking over a series or stealing a series. You expect him to do that. You know what I'm saying? He's the best player in the series. A a goalie like Bobrovsky, all right, it wasn't that long ago he was kind of like out of sight, out of mind here. But that's what yeah, hockey. I, I that's why hockey's so great. You can you you can have a goalie come out of nowhere and just play out of his mind and possibly well, take you deep into the playoffs. And in this case, the playoffs. Kachuk score like the big what, goals, uh, like you like said. What, uh, it's like what Bennington did for St. Louis a couple Absolutely. years ago. I mean, J- you know? freak, freaking 20 years ago, uh, J.S. Jaguar with the Ducks, when they yep. lost to the Devils in seven games of the finals, J.S. Jaguar won the Conn Smythe Trophy, although I think it was the wrong decision, from a team that lost the finals. And who, I mean, who else had a good, I mean, a Quickie had a couple of good uh, playoff oh, runs. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? He was great, the two cups that they won. Absolutely. Connecticut, if I'm not mistaken. 
Can he is a Connecticut kid, and now his career. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like he's uh, like you said, persona non grata about you know moving on and everything. But look, I, I think both will be a good series. Um, I, just, I, I just think that Florida Vegas could go as seven. I just, I just want more sports, you know. Yeah, then we only got about two and a half more weeks. It's just baseball after that. <laughs> well, you know what though, Tom, and, and thanks for the phone call, my man. You get back to us. I got to run. Before you know, like I was talking about this with with people. What was it yesterday when I was um at the the OTAs or whatever for the Jets? Like we were talking about it. Remember, the Jets are playing the Hall of Fame game this year in Canton, which is on August the third. So they're going to report to training camp a week or so earlier than all the other two, them and the Browns. They're going to report to training camp like a week or so earlier than everybody else in the league. It's going to be football before you know it. Like really, it's it's June already. Where did April and May go? And this season, with all the hype and all the anticipation in this town for the two football teams, Jets especially, I, I mean, it's going to be insane. But I'm not rushing the summer. I said I'm not rushing the summer. I'm going to enjoy it each and every single day. Football gets here when it gets here. 800-919-3776. That is the telephone number. We'll take more of your NBA calls. And also, when we come back, it just so happens to be I don't know if you've ever, if you have a particular, let's say, sports conspiracy. I have one, and it happens to be the anniversary of it, as a matter of fact. We'll talk about that when we return. Then we send you out to game one of the finals. Dan Gross' show, 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. Remember, full show tomorrow, right after TK, uh, TMKS. 7th 10, right here on 98.7 ESPN. So, everybody has, at least most fans, you know, probably have a conspiracy or two with sports. Or, a, and let's, or maybe we should call it an unpopular belief when it comes to a particular subject. Today just happens to be the anniversary of one that I hold near and dear. Now, you listen to the program long enough, you know me, I... I'm a Met fan. I'm a Met guy. Always have been. You know, I, I, I tell it like it is. I'll call it right down the middle. I'll be fair, you know, regardless of what team we're talking about. But I'm a Met guy. A lot of the Met fans hold June 1st 
2012 near and dear to their hearts because it was the first time that anybody in the history of the franchise threw a no-hitter. That was, of course, Johan Santana against the St. Louis Cardinals at City Field. 11 years ago, you believe that? 11 years ago that happened. It feels like yesterday. I, on the other hand, even though I'm a Met guy, I have never allowed myself, and I'm not even talking about like years down the road. It isn't some like, you know, anything like retro opinion or anything. It was almost like immediate that night. I never allowed myself to embrace that as the holy grail or the end-all, be-all or this like seminal moment in the history of the franchise. I never have. And maybe it's because, well, I'll tell you exactly why. First and foremost, if there was instant replay back in 2012, it wouldn't have been a no-hitter. Because Carlos Beltran, everybody that watched that game when he was still playing for the Cardinals, he hit one right down the third base line, which should have been a fair ball. It clipped the chalk. It clipped the line. It should have been a fair ball. But Adrian Johnson, who was the third base ump that night, called it a foul ball. So if there was instant replay, like if that same thing happens today, Mets don't have the no-hitter. Johan Santana doesn't have the no-hitter. And that night, I, I mean, I remember I was on the air that night while it was happening. And, you know, so I didn't allow myself to really fully get into the game as it was winding down. And as you were getting into the late innings and, and history was possibly still set to unfold. I, I, I just never was like fully invested in it because it was working. It was doing a show. I forgot what the hell we were talking about. There were probably some other things that were more pressing than, you know, a Met game. This was national back then. So I, I, this wasn't like story number one. I mean, June 1st, I guarantee you, it was probably something NBA playoffs related or NBA finals related. 2012, that was LeBron in the Heat still at, at the peak of their powers doing their thing. It was probably something related to that. I don't think it was the Mets and Johan Santana. But, you know, even after all the time that unfolded, I just still looked at it as, should have been a one-hitter. And it really has nothing to do also with the fact that, you know, Santana, who laid it out on the line that night, and good for him, and, you know, he was a warrior, and, you know, was never really the same again because he got hurt again a little bit after that and never saw him at that level ever. But, yeah, that that's just it, it's one for me that, you know, 50 years from now or whatever, I'm still probably going to feel exactly the same way. I just, to me, I don't get, like, the no-hitter feels from that. And I know that it goes down in the record books as a no-hitter, and it happened, and it's baseball history and, and so on and so forth. But I just, my own two eyes, I can't believe it. Anyway, let's say, oh, we have the call? We've got the call? Here is, let's hear it. Let's hear it one more time to see if you get all the warm and fuzzies on the inside. He's fucking out! It has happened! In their 51st season, Johan Santana has thrown the first no-hitter Again, does nothing for me. That does more. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step right up and greet the Mets. Again, if I was at the ballpark that night, maybe I feel differently. Yeah! Go Mets! If I was sitting there, you know, having a couple of cold ones, some wings, whatever, just watching the game from start to finish, fully invested, maybe I feel differently. But I saw that ball hit the chalk. You know, I, I, it's, it's, so it's just something I've never been able to get over. And that's okay. I'm a man of conviction. I believe what I believe. John in Maplewood is up next here on 98.7 ESPN. Johnny, how are you? I'm doing well, but you're going to get mad at me. Uh, it, jo- it, it cracks me up that yeah. 
you guys who really never played a sport at a high level did you hero to come back and have yes i did what did um, you play have i i wrestled oh okay well, you wrestled at okay high, okay at a high level yep are you hulk hogan so, uh don't don't be a wise guy. It's not professional wrestling. It's Olympic style wrestling. Oh, I understand. Greco Roman style. Uh, freestyle. Freestyle. Okay. What was the there's highest level styles. that you competed there's, there's, at? There's two styles. There's freestyle. What What was the highest level you competed at, though, John? Uh, Olympic trials. Okay. Very good. Congratulations. All All American in college. Nice. Awesome. What school? Uh, I'm I'm not going to go that deep. Okay. Um, <laughs> you should remember I, the school. No, it's not that difficult to question. I remember, but it's none of your business. Um, oh, oh, my, oh, my God. My, we're going to find out where John went to school, and we're going to call the Hall of Records to see if he's legit or not. John, we really don't care if he wrestled is, or not. But go ahead. Make your point. My, my, my point is I don't think it's fair mm-hmm. to assume that Hero is going to come back and have a impact. And you said... He's definitely going to have an impact. He broke oh. his wrist. He's a shooter. It takes time to come back from that kind of injury at that level and, and have an impact. I think it's unfair to expect that. Well, when we say impact, John, and I thank you for the phone call, um, when we say impact, if he goes out there and plays 20 minutes, it impacts the series whether he scores no points or 10 points because the 20 minutes he's playing on the floor, that means it's 20 minutes that let's say somebody else is not playing who maybe has helped the Heat in the previous three rounds of the playoffs up until this point. You can impact series in a lot of different ways as opposed to just what you score in the box score. You know, it's not necessarily what he is going to do. That's what we talk about the impact. It's more than just looking past the box score. That's something you don't get in wrestling trials. I can promise you that. Anyway, we're out of time today. Great show. Had a blast. Wish we had more time. We'll have the full three hours tomorrow. Thanks to Harvey. Thanks to Joe. Thanks to everybody. NBA Finals Game 1 coming up next. Dan Gross is saying we'll see you tomorrow on 98.7 ESPN. You guys who really never played a sport at a high level. Did you? 